I'm Anna McCutcheon, and welcome to Grit, Grace, and Coffee Grains. You're listening to Episode 5. This is a podcast intended to compel the army of God to love and protect the church. Folks, love is a battlefield, and sometimes we just need to pause, sharpen our sword, reload our ammunition cache, and remember that we are not fighting in this war alone. We all want to make an impact for the Lord, for our families, for our churches, and of course ourselves. Every other Friday, we talk here about one way to do that well, and today is no different. Every opponent has a weakness. Believe it or not, the devil is no exception. There is one singular weapon of choice that will bring both our victory and his demise every single time. That's right. We can actually go into battle knowing the end game. Want to learn what our enemy's weakness is? I thought you might. Take a listen. Humility. Everyone carries their own definition of it. A type of weakness. Serving another. Allowing others to walk all over you and to just take it. Cleaning the church bathroom. Go ahead, raise your hand if you can relate. Or better yet, having some leftover salad stuck in your teeth and someone points it out. Humility. In its simplest form, I believe humility, being humbled rather, is the reminder that we are human. We do make blunders and we serve a merciful God who humbled himself to come to us in human form and forgive all the blunders he knew we would make. I'm going to get a little nerdy on you now, but stick with me and it'll all make sense in the end. The root word of humility is the Latin word humilis, which is translated as grounded or from the earth. It's derived from the word humus, which is earth. Very interesting, wouldn't you say? We, the human race, came from Adam, who was formed from humus, earth, the dust of the ground. This is so, so important to remember in spiritual warfare. We are human, made from dirt. If we even attempt to fight the enemy in the wrong frame of mind, the wrong spirit, or wrong motive, I can assure you Satan will remind you of your dusty, humble origins and will give you his own lesson on humility with very little effort. Satan is not shaken by our gumption, our good intentions, or loud empty promises. He loses footing only when we recognize our position as a humble soldier and embrace it by donning the full armor of God and drawing on the great, terrible, and awesome power of God. Satan can trample dust, but he can't trample a sinless, powerful, and shall I say undefeated opponent. Without humility, we will not put on the armor of God, for our pride will convince us we are invincible. Without humility, we will not bow our knees in a posture of worship, for our pride has convinced us that our prayers won't do any good anyway and the enemy has gained too much control already. Without humility, you will be flattened like a pancake, run through a shredder, and pulverized by an undaunted ring of devils. Let's return now to our story from the last episode. 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 6 and 8. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, 
every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. The Amalekites had come to David's camp while he and his men were out and about on one of his missions, and when they returned to the camp, everyone had been taken. All the women and children, including David's two wives, they had been carried off as prisoners. Don't you think David was just as angry, just as grieved, and just as resolved in finding a rescue plan and restoring their families? Of, of course! But David understood that he was from earth, and yes, instead showed great humility. He was dust. He and his people needed the power offered from a supernatural source since they were fighting a supernatural enemy. They weren't fighting the Amalekites, his people's enemy. They were fighting hell's fallen angels, Satan's army. And if the devil didn't go before him, if David didn't wait for the Lord's, go, fight, win, they would lose. Like I noted last time, I don't think I would have responded the way David did. He did not get upset with his mighty warriors, and he didn't think less of them. He simply took inventory of the situation and then asked the Lord for permission to go retake stolen ground. I think I would have reacted like Edna Mode does in the first Incredibles movie. The clip I am referring to is when Elastigirl is sobbing in Edna's kitchen, questioning everything. What'll I do? What'll I do? Edna is clearly annoyed by all this unfounded display of tears and crumpled up tissues all over her counter. What are you talking about? You are Elastigirl. Pull yourself together. As she hits her with a rolled up newspaper, mind you. What will you, what will you do? Is this a question? You will show him you remember he is Mr. Incredible and you'll, you will remind him who you are. You know where he is. Go. Confront the problem. Fight. Win. And call me when you get back, darling. I do enjoy our visits. Exactly, Edna. You nailed it. You're my hero. I realize this is a simple and maybe silly way to illustrate my point, but it ties in all my thoughts on humility together with a bow and everything. Look, we know where God is. Before we go to battle, we must show him we remember who he is perfect, sinless, and undefeated. And we must remind ourselves of who we are, dust, human, in need of him. When God says, go, confront the problem, fight, win, he means it. I also think there is something to Edna's last piece of reprimand. And call me when you get back, darling. I do enjoy our visits. How could God not enjoy us coming back on our knees and praising him for another victory, another win, more retaken ground? I am positive he enjoys our visits. Have you had a victory lately? Small or big? Celebrate with him. Thanks for listening to episode five of Grit, Grace, and Coffee Grinds. If you'd like to connect beyond the podcast, I post weekly to Instagram where you can find me at author Anna McCutcheon. And you can also find me over at AnnaMcCutcheon.com. We provide a transcript for each episode, so if you know someone who either can't hear or prefers reading to listening, you can download the transcript at AnnaMcCutcheon.com slash podcast. Just click on episode five for this one. And now I will leave you with an excerpt from my book, 
dried up. The honor justly due our Creator will not be restrained or contained. Everyone will know just how loving and gracious our Creator is. This is no secret. Humble confidence will be our armor, and sincere praise our sword. Our only fear will be missing an opportunity to demonstrate perfect love. If you want more of where that came from, you can find it all places books are sold, and you can find it on my website. The link for my book will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.